Welcome to Scenario D Coco Chats. A chance for us to learn the facts and feel the feels with the latest Disney news. I'm Lish, the one with all the facts. And I'm Curbs, the one who doesn't know what's going on but is bound to have a lot to say anyway. So grab a mug, scooch in, and get cozy with us. It's time to talk about the news. Hey friends, Lish here. I just want to apologize because my audio had some laundry going on in the background that my mic picked up. However, we had such a great conversation with a really special guest, so we did want to post this anyway and be rest assured that my recording space will be a laundry-free zone in the future. Okay, Curbs. We are going to have our first Coco Chat in a while, and I was actually thinking, I think our first ever Coco Chat was after the D23 Expo last year. I think it was. So yeah. it's only fitting that now, after we got some Destination <laughs> D23 announcements this weekend, that we're jumping in with another Coco Chat, and we have a special guest here today. I know, so exciting. So exciting. Would you like to introduce your friend? I would love to. So today on the pod, we have none other than Mr. Alex McEachran. Alex and I have known each other since grade school, probably, but like became friends kind of in high school. Alex helped me get my first real like job that felt like a job. Um, so yay he's been I, yay for jobs. Yeah. yeah. So we've kind of been in and out of each other's lives for a while. But the biggest thing, the most important thing is that he is a huge Disney fan, particularly Alex. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like Disney dining at Disney World is like your real kind of passion point right D- disney world disney dining disney parks guy more mm-hmm. like love yes. everything disney but definitely disney parks yes alex is the friend who will often send me like 40 minute long youtube videos of like look at this they're changing this here's an opinion on it you should know this and i'm always like it's a lot of videos to watch it's a <laughs> lot of content to consume and as we're going to find out today with the discussion we're having i don't pay that close attention to no. a lot of this stuff Let's start off, just so that I can get to know Alex a little bit more, our listeners can get to know Alex a little bit more, with our most magical rapid fire. So, first question for you, Alex. What, in your opinion, is the most magical Disney movie? Beauty and the Beast. I knew that answer was coming. I knew that would be it. Do you know what Alex's first dance song at his wedding was, Lish? Take a wild guess. I hope it was Be Our Guest, because that would just have been amazing. No. Not quite. That would have been wild. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I'm going to go with Tale as Old as Time, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was beautiful. Yeah. That sounds I was lovely. there. I saw it. It was gorgeous. Just yeah. instrumental, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You don't need the singing. Gotta keep, it, gotta keep it classy. Like subtle Disney nods, you know? Yeah. Go home, Celine. We don't need you. All right. Next question. Most magical Disney parks, attractions, slash experience, throw dining in there. Favorite thing. <laughs> that you've ever had. Yeah. So I have, I have two answers for this. Curbs is going to kill me for the one, but living with the land. Oh, like, yeah. I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, man. Really? Okay. Okay. Makes me so mad. Definitely controversial. Yes. One of, the best, one of the best attractions at Disney World. But I think like my, re, my quote, real answer, um, Tower of Terror, I think in like mm. all its manifestations yeah. across like every Disney park, like mm-hmm. Mission Breakout is... I actually think a fantastic. I agree. Fantastic. I agree. Ride. I love it. Um, but I still think OG Tower of Terror is probably my favorite attraction. 
That's good. I'm a convert. I like slightly lean towards the Guardians version, but still both good. I love both. I think like the Guardians one for me is I just love like that it's synced to music. I don't yeah. know if I necessarily care that it's Guardians, mm. but just like it gave it it Same. gave it something yeah. more, you know? And it's not spooky. I don't like spooky, so I liked that it was more like fun. No one has ever mentioned to me that it was synced to music. That would change my not having experienced opinion on it completely because I'm a big music gal. Mm. I mean, why do you think Mickey's Philhar Magic is like one of my favorite attractions? You know what I mean? Fair. Like it's not because it's essentially amazingly done like that's not it it's just the fact that it's <laughs> that's music. definitely music. Not it. no but alex i'm wondering with tower of terror do you have like a particular memory that makes it such a magical experience for you or is it more just because it's well done and you think it's just a prime example of a great theme park attraction uh i, I wouldn't say there's like a memory associated with it i think like hollywood or i think i guess like mgm like back in the day was mm. just like a park that i don't know I think that was something that I started to, like, remember as I got older. Mm-hmm. I think, like, everything Fair. when you're super young and you're at Disney World is kind of like your parents or someone else telling you something and you're having, right. like, a memory of a memory. I feel like my first actual memories were from that park, like, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground. Yes. And there's just, there's just mm-hmm. so much in that park. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, Tower of Terror, just, like, Sunset Boulevard is, I don't know, every single time I walk down that, I just get the feels. So, like, yeah. mm-hmm. Tower of Terror being that. And I think, like, also, I just love Disney Imagineering for, like, a really long time. Like, if you asked me what I wanted to be when I was little, it was, one, a zookeeper. Weird. <laughs> or an Imagineer. I would love to be a zookeeper. And Tower of Terror is just, like, yeah. really well done. You know? It's yeah, just, it is. There's a lot of it's backstory to it. There's a lot of lore. Mm-hmm. I like an attraction like that. Yeah. Sure. Basically, anything where Alex could make, like, a whole show about just that attraction, probably going to like it, which is why living with the land is inappropriate <laughs> as a response. <laughs> great sound great soundtrack chill vibes yeah edutainment oh can't lose Epcot original. Yeah. final question <laughs> and this could be disney parks disney movies really whatever first comes to your mind what is your personal most magical disney moment uh it's actually a very recent one so i have taken my son to disney world twice now so i took him when he was like five months old and then i took him again when he was a year and a half Five months old was fun, but it was more for me. He didn't really interact with anything. And mm-hmm. when I took him last time, we stood in line to meet uh, Tigger and Pooh. Mm-hmm. And just, like, his face and his interactions when he finally got up there to meet them. He's, like, got his little wave Aww, going. He's smiling like crazy and completely ghosts Tigger and walks right past him <laughs> and goes to Pooh. <laughs> That's amazing. Move over, Tigs. My one of my favorite things is seeing like small children on Tower of Terror. So whenever he's like old enough to go on that, that I'm sure that'll be, you know, a really good fun moment for you guys. Because just like how terrified they are, it's like so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love it. It's so funny. All right, so let's get into the Disney updates, the Disney news. We're just gonna focus on Disney World today. Um, because I feel like that's our main area of expertise here and what did and didn't get discussed. For me personally, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of getting sick of Josh Diarmo's face and like him coming out and just like talking about a bunch of stuff that we know is never going to happen. So like in terms of like the overall, like how they did this presentation, do you have any general thoughts before we get into the details? I think, like, overall, just, like, very disappointed. You basically just regurgitated last time, and it's like, yeah. imagine imagine we did something somewhere. Yeah. Like, 
okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> like you're not really you're not really giving me anything. Yeah. I think like my biggest takeaway is like all those announcements, two things had actual dates. So let's start with my favorite park, which is Animal Kingdom, which we got a lot of announcements last year at the expo and everything, they're like very blue sky, like maybe this will happen, none of things being green lit. So last year it was Zootopia and Moana themed stuff that was going to be taking over Dino Land. This year, it sounds like that's been completely scrapped. We've got the Zootopia show. Let's start there. Taking over. It's tough to be a bug. Curbs, you like that show, don't you? Are you sad about that? Oh, I hate it. No, I, I actually... Oh, you hate it. Okay, I knew you had, I knew you had strong feelings. Oh, I can remember which Okay, direction. listen. That attraction scarred me as a young child and scarred me again as a 21-year-old woman. I don't understand how people find that entertaining. I was screaming. I was 10 the first time I saw it, and I'm screaming. My parents think it must be a much younger child. The lights come Mm -hmm. up. It's their 10-year-old daughter. I could not be consoled. Hopper in the corner with all those godforsaken Uh cables. He looks like a creepy large marionette. Where's Geppetto? This is not Pinocchio. I don't know what's happening. It smelled awful. I didn't like the visuals. I don't like Bugs Life as a piece of IP. I don't know why they subject us to that torture. So the fact that they're saying, let's do something else, honestly thrills me. Although, I feel like, based on what you two are saying, it's not like they really told us that anything is happening. They're just like, it could. We could do that. That could be fun. I think that this one sounds like it may actually land. Like they may have actually started doing some stuff. I don't know, Alex, what was your your reaction? For yeah, that? my take on this one is like they, they want to do it and they've committed to doing it. But again, like if you go based on things that were committed to in the past, mm-hmm. it seemed pretty far along like Mary Poppins and Epcot. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot of things that seem pretty far along that didn't come. So like, I think you have to take all of it with mm-hmm. a grain of salt, but I think this one's a little bit more concrete than uh, some of the other stuff. Yeah. Well, is, is it's tough to be a bug closed? No. Like have they closed no. the attraction? No. Okay. Well, I mean like talk to me so, when something's closed like yeah. this. I Okay. So Lish, we talked about, the Zootopia Moana thing mm-hmm. a year ago. I think I was on board with it. Alex, I don't think you were a fan of that. Uh, would love would love to very briefly get your read on those two things because I thought that your reasons why were interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, it is, just to clarify, that part is fully scrapped, sounds like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I still, yeah. I still think I responded positively. I was like, I love Moana mm-hmm. and I love Zootopia. Sounds great. And then the other day when Alex was rage texting me about everything happening at D23, those two areas came up and you had some very strong opinions on why it shouldn't move ahead. So in, in a way, them not doing anything with that was a gift. You, like one of the things that we got in this announcement was like an update on what Zootopia is looking like um, for that land. And like if you look at what they presented, that thematically would not have made sense in Animal Kingdom whatsoever like what they've so done they, in because they did this in shanghai or shanghai, shanghai. Yeah. yeah it's kind of ugly like i didn't what is it like there's an actual zootopia land they started to show the street facades and like everything no and just, it... <laughs> it's very like toontowny but like not i don't know I, it's in animal not... kingdom no so this would is probably what they would have done in Animal Kingdom, but they've actually gone ahead and executed it in Shanghai Disney. So it's like we're kind of seeing how that would have manifested in Animal Kingdom right. had they gone. Forward. But I'm I'm now flipping to Alex's 
POV, which is like, that would have been trash mm-hmm. in Animal Kingdom. Here I was yeah. being like, oh, animals, yeah. great. Yeah, love it. Do it. Like, I was picturing they would make, like, friggin' Tundra Town or something, which would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But you're yeah. talking about, like, the little, whatever, lemur, lemming, kind of like the donut and the big, like, the chase through the little city, like, that kind of vibe? Yeah, like, da- downtown Zootopia type. That's deal. inappropriate yeah. like- and offensive. Yeah, no. No, but that's why that's why I'm not like I'm actually on board with Zootopia replacing Bugs Life in the Tree of Life. I think like what Curbs was saying, I'm actually scarred by it, too. I can't tell you the last time I actually watched that show because mm-hmm. it actually is terrifying, yeah. even as mm-hmm. an adult. The things crawling under your butt, the the yeah. the tarantula shooting the stingers at you like that is scarring. Oh. Like that is yeah, actual like no. nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm I'm cool with that being replaced. Bugs Life like one of my things right now for IP is like, would I show my son it and like i have zero desire to show a bug's life to casey like Mm -hmm. it's just not something that would like come back up so like the ip isn't super strong thematically i guess it kind of makes sense you go underneath the tree you're kind of going underground you're with the bugs but like zootopia makes sense here for me this is like the one announcement from all of d2 like destination d23 that i'm on side with because you can do what curves was saying like you can do all these like different environments Mm -hmm. and you can like bring that into Mm -hmm. the theater and like I don't know, 4D attractions kind of get, like, a bad rap right now. But, like, most of them were done in, like, the 2000s. Like, I'm really – I'd be very curious to see what they can do in Mm -hmm. the 2020s with a 4D theater, Mm -hmm. especially with, like, something as strong as Zootopia. So, yeah, I don't think it thematically made sense to bring, like, a land or, like, a massive attraction of Zootopia. But I'm on on side with Zootopia inside the Tree of Life. Like, I don't think there's anything great about It's Tough to Be a Bug. I don't think that it makes sense as, like, a large footprint in Animal Kingdom just because, like, it just doesn't have the same, like, messaging and kind of fit in yeah. that way. But a small, I, you know, like, this is pretty, like, inconsequential in the grand scheme of that park. So I'm also, like, okay with this much better than yeah. what they had previously proposed. Curbs, it's looking like we're getting a Encanto slash Indiana Jones theming to take over Dino Land. No, I'm miserable and I hate that. How does it, okay, I'm sorry. How does Encanto have anything to do with this? Listen, I can get behind the Indiana Jones thing only because at least Chester's and Hester's Dino Land USA situation was at least a deep like adventure story. That's kind of where it came from. It did not translate. And it's Nobody like understood. It's, it's easy for them. They've already got this. It's like the same ride track as Dinosaur. So we'll bring on our Indiana Jones ride over and like do a little thing. And, and like I want to okay. be clear. I hate that because I love Dinosaur. I think Dinosaur is great. Alex sent really? me this video today, which was this guy. He's called Poseidon Entertainment. Is his YouTube channel. Shout out Poseidon Entertainment. <laughs> where basically he's like, I'm not a theme park designer, but here's how I would change this ride. And what he proposed was so much more interesting. It was taking the best parts of Dinosaur, but actually amplifying them. So that's the focus. Like the mm. story's tighter. It makes more sense. Like it's less of just like a, there's a disaster, get out, which isn't that compelling. Like it's, it's playing on the richness of the storytelling that they were trying to do in Dino Land. Yeah. I'm still just really mad about Encanto and in, in Animal Kingdom. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I want answers. Is it because what's her name? The strong one had donkeys. Like what is the connection to Animal Kingdom? 
I mean, really even is. even nature, you know, like I feel like Avatar has that whole like connection with nature at least. And so you can kind of make an argument for why that would fit. I feel like even that is missing. Well, and even that I don't like. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for like, it, first of all, I don't understand. Like James Cameron, why are you here? I don't understand. Like, I don't get why you get your own space. Is it beautiful? Yeah, of course. Pandora's gorgeous. <laughs> like Pandora, Flights of Passage is great. The River Journey not for me but like the rest of it is beautiful but i'm not happy it's there i'm also a camp mini mickey purist because that's where i spent so much time so the fact that it's no longer there still upsets me it still cuts pretty deep but i'm no i'm mad i'm mad about Encanto and animal kingdom i will never get on board for that it just i don't know how you could ever convince me that that's something that needs to happen well don't worry it probably won't so um probably not gonna happen but like i, I think like this is just like the new prerogative of disney right it's like how can i sell and mm-hmm. like what is popular right now like i can tell you in can like encanto super popular it's casey's favorite movie like my son mm-hmm. loves encanto so mm-hmm. like they're definitely going to find ways to try to make that happen you look at like the beyond big thunder mountain concept from before mm-hmm. encanto isn't there we got encanto here now they're like trying to find somewhere to make it work mm-hmm. like oh my god like there's a really easy way to fix this guys so, like just build a columbia pavilion in yes. Epcot yeah. and call it a day like yeah. there's so much better ways to do this i so this new concept, I like it better mm-hmm. <laughs> than what we had before. I still don't love it. Like, so the concept isn't like necessarily an Encanto Indiana Jones land. It's like tropical Americas is kind mm-hmm. of like, okay. so it's like, oh, yeah. we've got Africa, we've got Asia, we've got tropical Americas. So like, I, I, can, I can get on board with that idea but then when you see the concept art it's like okay we got Encanto here we got Indiana Jones here and then like some Colombian style restaurant that could maybe be like a cocoa attraction like the fact that they're calling it tropical Americas to me is like oh we want to be able to expand from Mexico all the way down through South America so that we can put any of these IPs into here so like Mm -hmm. labeling it tropical Americas I think like people should double click on that like they're not calling it South America. They're not calling right. it the Americas. Yeah. Like they're, they're being very broad in how they're mm-hmm. painting that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Encanto has anything to do with Animal Kingdom. I think like it is a story based in the area that they're building. So like if you're going to do it, you gotta kind of just like make the casita kind of blend into everything else that's going on. Right. And like the Encanto-ness of this has yes. to live solely inside the attraction for right. this to yes. work and like i'm just i'm trying to make sense of like how you would make this happen but like again i'm i don't really love this well, at all but tropical americas is better than moana zootopia mashup that's absolute true. nonsense yeah. yeah so that was pretty much animal kingdom nothing concrete very you know blue sky if this happens it'll be like a decade before we actually see it so who knows move on to magic kingdom so last year they did pitch this whole like what's behind thunder mountain and that involved like you talked about Encanto and coco a villain's land so this was not mentioned at all just like not brought up so we don't know if this is just like not a thing anymore if they're still kind of working it no idea no information on this at all what we did get an update on country bears so just original thoughts on Country Bears, because, like, I hate it and did it once when I was a kid, have never been back. What are your guys, like, initial 
takes. Again, I'm like a parks guy. So like mm-hmm. anything that's an OG Disney World attraction, I have like some form of fondness for. I wouldn't say like the Country Bear Jamboree is anything special. I like I will say that I usually do do it when okay. I'm in Disney World. Well, actually, okay. I alternate between I will do one of Tiki Room or Country Bear Jamboree. I probably won't do both. Would you have been mad if the announcement was we're getting rid of it altogether? Because I would have been fine with that. I think I also would have been fine with that. I actually think I'm more mad with what they're doing than getting rid of it. Yeah. Um, For a multitude of reasons. But Country Bear Jamboree is like, it's fine fine. for what it was. And like, it's still like the animatronics are dated as anything. Mm -hmm. But it's still like well executed, I think. So curbs what they're doing is they basically announced that they're updating the animatronics and we're getting new songs so they're now going to be bringing disney ip in so they're going to be singing like jungle book songs and like whatever no yeah shut it down what are we doing like i okay i don't like the country bears i think they're creepy especially that one who's like mouth is open all the time yeah it's got like a sunken chin it's not it for me i hate it i think it's scary when i was friends with chippendale we Dara meet and greet right outside of Country mm-hmm. Bear Jamboree and I hated seeing them come out into the street. First of all, mm-hmm. they took attraction, like attention away from me. But yeah. also they were creepy and weird. But why are we taking an OG attraction and thinking that just putting new IP songs in is going to update it and make it feel fresh? To me, what they should be doing, yes, update the songs, but write new original songs for the mm-hmm. bears if we feel that this is not quite current enough. Lean into new musical styles that's fine too but like mm-hmm. the whole point is that it's a country jamboree with bears as soon as it's you've got a friend in me what are we doing like randy new unless randy newman himself comes out here with a washboard and is playing once a day with the bears I think that's I don't unlikely yeah Randy needs work. I swear to goodness that man needs work. I don't like now that the Toy Story has taken a break. What is he doing? Yeah, really. I I to be honest was like quite surprised by this because when they were bringing up Country Bears, I was like, oh good, it's going away. I know that a lot of Disney purists would have been super mad about that, um, but those people are also mad that they're updating it at all. So I have two I have two problems with this. So. Number one is the ramming the IP down your mm-hmm. throat. And like, the thing is like, show me the data, but you don't even need to look at the data. Just like go back in history and ask yourself, has this worked in the past? Yeah. Look what they did with the Tiki Room. We had the Enchanted Tiki Room under new management and that was their attempt to bring IP into mm-hmm. that. We had Zazu and Iago brought into here. We all know how that went. It was so bad. I'm pretty sure it closed down within three years of bringing them in yeah. they went back to the original Yikes. so like yeah. the answer to, to what Curbs is saying like the answer isn't to just shove IP into something and like that makes it more relevant like sure the casual person wandering through the Magic Kingdom is going to probably resonate better with a song that they know yeah. than something original so like I, like I get the business side of this but like yeah they can update it into something new later but I think like the bigger issue I have with them deciding to do this is actually like bigger picture thematic problems with Mm. Magic Kingdom is you've made the decision to change Splash Mountain over to Tiana's Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That has actually carved Frontierland in half. Yes. Because New Orleans does not thematically make sense with Mm -hmm. everything else that's going on in there. The Country Bear Jamboree is very much a Frontierland themed attraction. 
And if you're going to have to build, you're going to have to do something to bring Tiana in here. Or I guess you don't have to. They probably won't. They'll probably <laughs> just be like, oh, this is a mini Tiana yeah. land now. And it splits frontier land in half. But mm-hmm. like by re-upping on the country bears, they're kind of signaling that they're probably not going to do anything like that. Where if you close country bears down, I would have been like, oh, like they probably aren't saying this, but they're prepping it to be ro- like this whole area to be rolled into one. To so like overtake Frontierland to be like a whole New Orleans section instead, essentially. I watched a video, I think it was Mickey Views, yeah. was like, hey, here's my proposition yeah. on like what this could become. And he was like, okay, well, like at the Country Bears, if you go left, you can roll that into this like Tiana, New Orleans Square, Disneyland style area. Yep. And then like, hey, everything to the right of that, we can just roll into um, Liberty Square. Um so then, like, okay, Big Thunder Mountain is the only thing that is now thematically inaccurate, but, like, whatever, if we're doing Beyond Big Thunder, like, we can figure yeah. that out later. Yeah. But, like, now by doing this, it's like, all right, so I thought, like, maybe there was this grand plan, and I was like, oh, like, it's all going to be orchestrated, and it's just on a longer timeline than I care about. But, like, this this signals to me that there is no plan. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just so disappointing because when you read – about and educate yourself on the history of Imagineering and park design and like what they did at Disneyland, how they established Magic Kingdom for the 75. Was it 1971? 1975? What was it? 71. Thank you. Yes. I was like, I I know we just had the 50 years. Can I do math? Yeah. Absolutely not. I don't know where things are on a map and I can't do math. Yeah. But like 50 years ago when Magic Kingdom opened, there was intention behind everything it's kind of like when you read a really well-written book where everything ties together nicely at the end and you're like oh they set me up Mm -hmm. for this from the very beginning that just isn't happening anymore like the train is running off the track and they are kind of putting the track right underneath the train just to keep it moving when it's like if you just slowed down for two seconds like Mm -hmm. literally like a two minute delay on this train your passengers aren't going to mind because the ride's going to be better and then it'll all actually have some sort of meaning and connection because yeah, even if they did that plan that you just walked us through Alex, like the riverboat would also make a lot more sense. Like to me, the riverboat is also kind of like this random, like it's beautiful. I love the riverboat. I like riding it. I hate Tom Sawyer Island. Like what is that? But like, I like seeing the boat go by. That's nice. Like that Mm -hmm. would make sense to kind of just gently transform that half of like frontier and everything into something else. But this is just, it's just wild. I don't know. Like, Who's in charge? Who Who's in charge anymore? Something a little bit more on theme. The Hatbox Ghost now coming to Haunted Mansion. This was announced like a million years ago um, and has taken them forever to execute for a number of reasons. But they told us that it is coming in late November. Um, there's been a lot of back and forth on it, but it sounds like it's actually going to happen now i did see a tiktok of like it half completed the Mm -hmm. animatronic but like alex is so mad about this like this was like one of the first things in our flirt no i get it i get it this is like like not this should not be a big deal this was like the biggest (laughs) like oh my gosh but it's like it's literally taken them like like four years to like get to this point maybe longer it's wild i think it it's was first wild. announced in like 2019 i mean it was pre-covid like all that i get it but still and they're not even gonna make it for halloween which is just like the most like what are we doing <laughs> like yeah what are we doing oh my god this is like it's not about the hatbox ghost it's not about the haunted mansion it's just like come on this is a 
like copy paste job yeah. from something you already have. You have the animatronic; it already exists. Replicate it, bolt it to the ground, and, <laughs> and open walk away. Up the attraction, like <laughs> yeah. and walk away. Like this, this isn't that hard. And like you already have this in a spot. In like, I think one of the biggest reasons like Disney purists or like Disney park purists are like all mad about this too is like thematically where they're putting it in the ride yeah. is like also a big contention point because remind like, me where they're putting the, it. So they're going to put it in the hall. Like when you get on the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. you go through, you see that endless hallway. And yeah. like the whole kind of story of the Haunted Mansion is that you're going into this decrepit mansion and then you go see Madame, Madame, Madame Leota. We have the seance and then like everything materializes after that. So yeah. like, the whole idea is that the ghosts don't appear till right. they're called. Mm-hmm. But now the Hatbox ghost is going to go before the ghosts are called. So like the, I oh, think like yeah, what annoys me the most about this is that they put so much effort into thinking how they were going to sell this and mm-hmm. the storytelling of like putting it in a shitty spot. Yeah. Like, put that much effort into something that matters. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they say that the happy haunts have materialized, but the hatbox ghost isn't a happy haunt. He's an unhappy haunt. So therefore he can be so before dumb. the same. Like, come on. Like, if you're going to go into that level of detail, like, give me something original. Like, yeah. put, that, put that effort into storytelling, not... Well, ramming this into something. And especially because that attraction like does not need anything. This is not an attraction that requires any sort of facelift. Like as as a haunted mansion stan, I would argue like I love that ride. That's my favorite ride in Magic Kingdom or arguably anywhere at Walt Disney World. It is my favorite ride. Written it countless times. Mm-hmm. Love it. There is nothing that needs to be fixed unless, you know, the classic, the ride breaks down and you're sitting in the hallway with the, you know, stairs overhead and you're just hearing that, like, sound over and over again. You go a little nuts. That's, like, normal for one of these continuous loop, what do they call them? Uh, Omnimovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, that's what you would expect. So, like, yeah, that's going to keep happening, but I don't need any sort of facelift on this ride other than just making sure it runs absolutely smoothly when I'm on it. I would not have noticed. Like, if nobody told me about this, I could go on the Haunted Mansion and he could be there. Right. And I'd be like, and, that was always there, probably. And that just furthers this point that it's like, why are we making this such a success? Like, why are we talking about this as if it's the biggest <laughs> deal ever? Yes! Like, it's kind of, like, amazing. You did the bare minimum. Like, I just, yeah. I don't... It's actually... And you still couldn't put a date on it late November. Like, this thing's been in the works for four freaking years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. give me a date. And, and yeah. like, missing Halloween. Said, it's like, missing Halloween, it's like... It's insane. Cool. Like, maybe it could take four years if you were going to give me seasonal overlays. Like, yeah. if you were going to give me the Nightmare Before Christmas on the Haunted Mansion. Cool. Like, I can see what you're doing there. But, like, it's one animatronic. Unfortunately, on. the last Magic Kingdom announcement that we got was a potential pirates restaurant. And this was also brought in as a blue sky project that may or may not ever happen. It might just overtake an existing restaurant. It might be something new. We have no information. I still think that the pirates section of Magic Kingdom is extremely effective. I think it's really well themed. I think the ride is exceptional. I love that it's a backwards, like, movie type of situation. Like, mm-hmm. the movie was inspired yeah. by the ride, which speaks to the storytelling. I think that all the renovations they've done to that particular attraction at Magic Kingdom have all been very successful. So I actually don't hate this because this is 
at least one area of Magic Kingdom that feels cohesively themed, then it feels like a place you want to spend time. They have that pirate show, right? Where like Jack Sparrow comes Mm -hmm. out and you can become a pirate for a day. Like there are things to do then that keep you here exploring that world. And I do think that they have built it out extremely well. So I'm actually, if this was to happen, I think this would be a good thing. I think that this would renew some faith in that like, thematic land kind mm-hmm. of building world building that Disney World originally was doing so well and now as we've already discussed with this frontier land nonsense is not really happening what anymore. do you think of this so. as like an overarching thing that we could see more of where it's like dining experiences that go along with rides that because they've kind of mentioned you know there have been talks about like haunted mansion restaurant in the past or things like that so it's like if this becomes a bit more of a theme where they're doing more of it in general. Good idea. I like it. I, I, it's hard. Like a haunted mansion restaurant, like sick. I think the reason they haven't announced that is because that would have to be done perfectly yes. for people to get like on board with it because the haunted mansion has such a cult following. So like mm-hmm. starting with pirates of the Caribbean, like if I was in charge of like this project of like mm-hmm. doing ride themed dining, mm-hmm. I probably would start with something like yeah. pirates. I like in my head, I would be like, okay, this has a cult following, but it's not like haunted mansion style mm-hmm. where like we could yes. really mess this up. It's probably like a good stepping off point into doing something like this. Also, even if they do just update, like Tortuga Tavern is a mess. Yeah, that is like a great. really <laughs> bad restaurant. Yeah. So if like if they're just getting rid of that into something new, like I think that's also a win. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think it's also like thematically great, but yeah. like. I think you need to do it in a way where you're not super on the nose about it. Like, I don't think I want these to be like extensions of the ride. Mm -hmm. I think I want it to feel like it's something unique. Um, I don't know if either of you have eaten at uh, Skipper Canteen, um, which is like the Jungle Cruise inspired restaurant. No, but I've heard Like, like great things about it. it is really well done so if you do something like that where it feels like i'm getting a little bit more of the ride not a dining version of the ride then like i i i will get behind this type of dining experience it needs to be an extension and Mm -hmm. not a copy and i think like to answer your question lish of like whether we're into it or not i'm into it i'm similar to alex i'm into it but only if they're doing this to rides that have a rich enough story for us Mm -hmm. to create extensions or make connection yeah let's move on to epcot um this is really the one park that we've seen some movement on recently uh so the figment meet and greet is now starting up um i don't care but you guys are more disney purists than me maybe you do do we care about figment at all here no I no? don't, but I think it's great. Okay, great. Let's talk about Moana. So we've got the Way of the Water opening to all guests in October, and she's going to have a meet and greet area in Epcot as well. This makes no sense. You don't like Moana and Epcot? I thought last year you were... Yeah, you I were did, and then Alex was like, this makes no sense, and now I'm questioning <laughs> everything. So, like, I... Let's hand it over to Alex then to tell us why it makes no sense. I obviously haven't experienced this yet, um, but they have been doing casts yes. like... They've been doing annual pass Mm -hmm. previews. They've been doing cast previews. They've invited a lot of people in. So I've been seeing more of this. And I think it might be one of, like, without experiencing it myself, I think it might be the most successful thing they've brought to Epcot as part of, like, all of the Mm reimagining. I think thematically Moana didn't really make sense to me. But now that, like, I've seen it and there's, like, this edutainment component of it, I'm like, oh, my God. 
something coming to Epcot is actually like staying true to the roots. Yeah. And it seems like it's actually a really good blend of storytelling, trying to stay like true to what like the park is and the theming of everything while also bringing IP in. Yeah. Because like when you look at it, they're not ramming Moana down your throat. It, sure, it's Moana themed. Like if you've seen the movie, you know this is themed to Moana, but it's also about like the water life cycle and yeah. like, hey, how to be like, how to conserve water. Like maybe that Moana attraction would have been better in Animal Kingdom because like now we have like a, like a water yeah, conservation kind of sense. like yeah. play to it. But um, yeah, I think like it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think like when you see that with the Epcot ball in the background, it's a little like jarring, but... <laughs> It's like, quite make sense. You just gotta pick now, your angle and you'll be fine. Now I don't know how to feel. I don't, I, I no, I do know how to feel, how I feel about this just a little bit. So like, it makes sense. It's replacing Nemo or no, Nemo's still staying. This is just like, when they announced the, what were they calling the center area again? The, anyway, like there was like the land, the seas, they, yeah. that's now like world nature. And then there's like world, they're all world things, but like, it's just in the hub, like the central, it's an attraction of the central hub. Gotcha. Oh, so, World Celebration is one of them. World Celebration. Yeah. World Celebration. Okay. That yeah. is the worst name. Like, what is that? That's nothing. Anyway, that's beside the point. I can get behind the water conservation, living with the land crossover situation. I don't like the meet and greet here. I don't like her existing as a beautiful representation of Polynesian culture, I don't like her existing here kind of on her own. Like it kind of feels like this is them now doing that IP shoving, which we, none of us really quite enjoy. It feels out of place for me. I would love this to be, and maybe it is, and you both can correct me. You know how Enchanted Tales with Belle, she's inside the attraction, like she's the attraction. Mm -hmm. That's more how I would like Moana to live here as part of the education process because Polynesian people, so tied to water, like so tied to how that impacts their islands, how it impacts their ability to travel. Like culturally, it's a very significant thing. And if she was part of that experience, the way that Crush talks about turtles and all that, and Turtle Talk with Crush and whatever that, I would feel. I mean, very it's like in it. the same area. It's like all kind of within that little. Like she's, it's like a, not integrated yeah. in like you're talking about that. Yeah. I think yeah. like she's like, meeting as part. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I wish, I wish that she was integrated and that it's like this is kind of a free flowing, similar to Enchanted Tales of Belle. You can go up there, but like, I'm not pausing to like take a photo with you. You're mm-hmm. part of this experience. And now you can take right. a photo with me because it, to me just kind of feels gross. It feels like she's on display and I don't like it. Like I don't care for that because even when you meet other characters in Epcot, with the exception of like the fab five who are just kind of out by mm-hmm. the ball and hanging out, the rest of them are all part of an experience. Like, you're either going to Princess Dining or, you know, Snow White at least is in the German I mean, but they're in, the their, they're in their countries. Like, I don't know. I don't see it that way. To me, it kind of, I'd rather have her here where she actually has, like, a space and a voice than, you know, just kind of, like, randomly in, like, Princess Hall or, like, whatever where she doesn't really have that. I, I would like to see it because I love that movie and it's blue. I like blue. That's yeah. nice. Blue's nice. So nice. <laughs> moving on in Epcot. So the one of the bigger announcements they had is a new show coming December 5th. So this one is called Luminous. They didn't really give any creative details or background apart from the fact that we have fountains, fireworks, lasers, lighting effects, and music. 
I'm wondering from you guys if we think we're gonna go in a more like Epcot grounded show like we historically have had or if we're going to go in the IP direction with this they didn't really hint on either I think in general from talking to you guys we're wanting a more like Epcot grounded show as opposed to an IP ram but uh thoughts feelings this is a weird one for me because like I've been saying like I don't want IP rammed mm-hmm. down my throat but I like Loki liked harmonious um <laughs> like I want like I didn't like the barges. I didn't like, like there was a lot Mm -hmm. of like missteps with that, but like the show itself was good. Mm -hmm. I thought Mm -hmm. like the, the cell, there there was a little more to it than just like, Oh, let's play Disney songs. It was like, Oh, let's play Disney songs, but let's have it like sung in the languages that are in the world showcase. Mm -hmm. And like it integrated it. Like, I, I think again, that's why I like Moana. I think that's why I was okay with harmonious. Like to me, it was like integrating the best of both worlds. Like, business alex understands like you gotta do these Mm -hmm. things but like creative alex is like oh well like stay true to the creativity Mm -hmm. so like i I thought it was a good blend so i i think you're probably gonna see something similar to that i think like you're going to see they're gonna want to put ip into it reflections of earth was like great went forever people loved it but like it got stale it got boring then like you you bring in some of this other you bring in some of this other stuff (laughs) And then what is it, what's going on right now? It's Epcot Forever, which is, like, kind of, like, yeah. this homage to, like, everything mm-hmm. Epcot. Like, I I love that, too. Yeah. But that 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 show's just not as exciting as Harmonious was. So if you can yeah. blend these two things together, I think that would be, like, the best of both worlds. I honestly think you're going to get something Harmonious-esque yeah. Yeah. minus the barges yeah. is probably mm. what this ends up being. I agree, because I'm more looking for, like, feelings in the show it's like the end of the night and I want something that's like gonna bring up the Disney feels for me more than like Mm -hmm. any kind of like educational aspect so that's kind of what I would think on that one curves agree I agree like I was listening to an episode of the dark ride which is a podcast where these two friends rate every like attraction show at Disney World while drinking which is like super fun Um, and they did over Christmas in 2020 they did different shows and they Mm -hmm. were just talking about how one of their problems with reflections of earth was just that it didn't bring up those Disney feels the Mm -hmm. Disney spectaculars are spectacular not because of simply what they look like or how long they are or where they happen, but also what it makes you feel. And if mm-hmm. they can't connect all those dots to these two yeah. particular individuals and myself included, I feel like it's not quite hitting that. So, and this is also, this is gonna make me look so ignorant. Harmonious was the one with the Idina Menzel special. Was that the one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like I, when I watched that, I sobbed. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to be home alone for that. Like I was like, Amy, don't leave me alone. Like I don't want <laughs> can't have anyone at home it was so loud i had both hands up like it was like a whole like <laughs> honestly it was like yeah. i was at church or something yeah. it was crazy i so if they can do that adjacent to that pretty close kissing cousins with that i would be quite happy yeah okay that's good mm-hmm. that's good all right um also a few final things for epcot we're getting another test track update this is like the whole like you know chevrolet is like paying for it so why I not? Care. I don't really care either. Like, I'll probably like always ride this ride. It's, like, fine. But, yeah. I could skip it. I I love Test Track. Um, I love both versions of Test Track. I like that they update it. But, again, like, this one for me is more, like, a principal thing than anything. It's, like, okay, cool. We've had three 
up we've had two right. updates to test track in my lifetime and like we've like give, give me something with journey into the imagination like give mm-hmm. me give mission like but mission disney space has to pay exactly for that, though. like that yeah. like that's my thing is like okay we need a sponsor to invest into this and like even yeah. if you look at like epcot is like a real sore spot for it like walcott whatever you want to call it like yeah yes all this is like they're celebrating that like hey end of 2023 like all this is going to be done we have all these new things like blah 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 like it is a shell of what you promised. You promised me this like big overhaul of Epcot. We were going to get all these things. And if you look at like all the things that were canceled and what actually came to fruition, Mm -hmm. the things that came to fruition first stores, restaurants, things that can just like print money for me. And like this annoys me more than anything on the test track side of things. Like cool. You're updating it because you got the sponsor money. Right. Yeah. You guys have capacity problems. You have all these things like you're you you raise the prices on everything. Like trust you can afford to do this if you didn't just shovel all of your money out of the parks and into Disney Plus and other things that are losing you money. Like right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We only got one announcement for Hollywood Studios, which I could not care less about. But Ashoka will be coming a part of Star Tours. Um, I'm not going to watch that movie and I'm probably never going to go on star tours again. So this doesn't really affect my life at all, but you guys You're take it away. You're going to go on star tours. I again? just like feel dizzy after that ride. I don't really care for it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a fantastic attraction. Yeah. I really like it. I like star okay. tours. I also well, like I... that. Like you, Hey, you can do this easily. Like you've built an attraction that mm-hmm. can stand the test of time. Like new stuff comes out. You add it in. You don't have to take it offline for that long agree on the motion sickness side of things i i I would ride it a few times just to get a few variations but my wife gets sick every single time so so yeah i i never feel good it kind of like ruins the rest of my day so i just don't go on it anymore i do really like though that like i know nothing about star wars so i'm gonna be saying this as if i have any sort of opinion on star wars content but i do think it's great that they're incorporating another like female character into this star wars attraction because for a long long time it was just a bunch of dudes and like the reality is that star wars fans can be anybody and they're starting to do that really nicely with all of this ray stuff that's Mm -hmm. happening right like there is kind of a shift there which as someone who just likes to see good storytelling and you know low-key because i'm a hero diversification right we love that we love diversity i do think it's great because to alex's point you can get a different tour guide whatever they call them on that attraction like if she's just one of a bunch of them that's kind of nice it makes it a bigger more more chance that if you ride it twice in one day you're going to get two different guides instead of like you always get the same one which nothing wrong with that yeah you know an an easy upgrade for sure so that's pretty much everything I had noted. Alex, do you feel like we missed covering anything that they announced on the Disney World front? I don't think so. I think like one of the things that annoyed me the most about just like the presentation of it all, I was saying this to Curbs earlier, is like, why did they bring the Muppets in so often for so many things? Like I didn't I didn't get it. I thought we were getting something Muppets related and I was getting really excited and then it's just like, no, nah, we just brought them in for entertainment. Yeah, I could have done with less Muppets for sure. Maybe next time. Especially if they're not actually going to tell you anything <laughs> about them. Like, I get it. Like, a lot of people love them, yeah. so it's kind of like they're just like to not, bring them out. They're just, like, not Disney to me. Like, I know that they are, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that IP never got, like, successfully integrated in my brain with Disney the way that Marvel mm. and Star Wars did. But 
Wow. Right. If Simba had come out, you would have been. Oh yeah, too. I would have been so excited. Like yes. Yeah, live action, or otherwise, they should have been like, oh, Lion King, everybody, yeah. this is great. Everybody, pay attention. Quiet. Like it'd be a lot of that yeah, happening. So much Lion King news. Can you imagine if they were like, we're doing a Lion King land, at Animal Kingdom? I don't think I. I think you would have gone into like anaphylactic probably yeah i wouldn't be able to speak for yeah and then i would know that we're never going to disney world together again or if we do we're doing completely separate trips because you would spend all your time there and i'd be like i just can't (laughs) to be immersed in this you would go with me once right yeah for like one day but you'd be like i want to stay here at animal kingdom for the whole trip and i'd be like okay well i can't do that so (laughs) that's not gonna i go on haunted mansion for you and you come to lion king land with me friendships how it goes but alex thank you so much for joining us it was great to get your opinions and everything on this as a disney parks extraordinaire that you are so we'll have Mm -hmm. to have you back awesome appreciate it thanks for having me guys thanks for catching up with us i've always said it it's important to stay up to date on current events Or at least have a friend who can fill you in afterwards. And if you're looking for more shenanigans like these, make sure to subscribe to the Scenario D podcast wherever you love to listen. Or better yet, why not rate us? Those stars go a long way. And don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Scenario D podcast. You're going to love all the magic we're making there. (laughs) 